0: Hey guys, and welcome to the What Else podcast. Today, I have a pretty cool announcement Um, by the title of this podcast, and if if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know. I was in a Hallmark Christmas movie, or at at least I'm hoping I'm in it. I'm gonna explain everything, how I got cast, how, you know, what it's like on set, everything. So let's get into it. Hi, guys, and welcome to the What Else podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating because that is what friends do. And by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. Paul, let's talk about how I actually got cast. Um, you, do you, If you know the show Outer Banks, it's a uh, show on Netflix. It's mediocre acting. Um, at least it was at first. I got into it. I got into it. I loved that show. But the acting, I mean, it's, like, it's supposed to be high schoolers, and the acting is kind of like... It reminded me of Degrassi, if you want a reference. But... If you know that show, you might know that they film in Charleston. And on the news in Charleston, there have been announcements and blasts of like, oh, Outer Banks is uh, hiring extras, blah, blah, blah. And they had one like a couple months ago, but it was actually a scam. I I did look into it and you had to pay like a subscription to this casting site in order to apply. You had to make a profile um, and pay a subscription and then you could apply well, found out later um, when I found the casting, the actual like casting people or production company. what is the better term for it. That's what they're actually called. The production company, when I found their Facebook page, then on their Facebook page, they had said they had had trouble with casting and scams and stuff. And they said, if it is not Castify, it's not us. And on this Facebook page is where they posted the jobs. And so I was like, sweet, I like found this Facebook page. And as soon as I did, I just started applying. And they would post every couple days, a couple jobs. And I'm still applying, but you, could, I could only apply for a select few because you have to fit the description. Like they just posted that they were looking for Oh, what was it called? Oh, a tactile team, and it was like needs to look have a military and buff build. If you have tattoos, please send pictures, like stuff like that. And I, these are the type of things where I'm looking and I'm like, I, I could look tough, like I could, I could for sure pass for a tactile team member, and then I come back to reality and I'm like, nope, that that doesn't fit me, so. I would just keep applying, and while I had, after I had followed this page a couple weeks after they had picked up two other movies. One of them was called The USS Christmas for Hallmark, and then the other, I think, is called Parkside. However, they keep calling it Scream, um, or like on the Castify stuff, it's called Scream, so not really sure if it's called Scream or Parkside. Some horror movie. I think it's also affiliated with Hallmark. Not totally sure. Anyway, I just keep applying, and since they picked up those movies, I was like, oh, sure, like, I'll apply for those, too. And I just kind of assumed that everything was being filmed in Charleston, and, and most of them were, um, except for some scenes for USS Christmas and um, I think most scenes for Parkside. I think Parkside is completely in Wilmington. Both of those are filmed in Wilmington. Some of USS Christmas is in Charleston, but some of it's in Wilmington. So as I'm going my merry way, applying left, right, and center, one day I get an email, and it said, you're booked. And I had been booked for what was called um, a civilian for uh, the USS Christmas. And I was like, cool. I was so excited. I called my aunt. I called my friend. I was ecstatic. And I, I mean... (laughs) It's one of those moments where I was like, I cannot believe, like, it actually worked. It was like my evil plan. But then I read more of the details, and it was like in Wilmington. I was like, oh dear. And if, um, for those of you who don't know, Wilmington, North Carolina is probably about four hours away from Charleston. So not the most convenient, but it ended up being fine. I had a place to stay, which was great. And so I drove my happy hiney up to Wilmington. I had to go two days early because they are COVID testing anybody who comes on set all extras and then the regular actors get tested I believe three times a week and for each production like if you're booked multiple times even if you just got a COVID test for maybe like the day before you still have to get another one Um, and they partnered with a health center up in Wilmington and so you had to go to this one you had to go on your specific day so I ended up having to go two days early and I just sort of hung out in my hotel until it was uh, the day of, you know, shooting. But when you get booked for these things, you essentially know nothing. Like, up to now, up to driving to Wilmington, what I knew was the day that we were shooting, didn't know what we were shooting, um, I knew that I was a civilian, and I did know that there was a ball, like there was going to be some sort of military ball, And I had sent pictures of dresses. They requested pictures of dresses for the costume department. And then um, I just grabbed both my dresses and brought them to Wilmington because they didn't tell me which one they wanted in time like before I left Charleston. So I just grabbed them both. They picked the one that I didn't want them to pick. But that's what I get for sending both. It's still a nice dress. Anyway. And when you... You don't know anything until the day before. And they disclose that on the job posting. But if you're not used to uncertainty or, um, like, you ju- you don't like not knowing what's going on or not having complete communication, this is not for you. Um, some of the people I met on set were, like, really confused and they didn't like that they didn't know things. It doesn't necessarily bother me. But we didn't know where we were going or when we were going. Um, or really more clear instructions until the night before, like 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and we were shooting on Thursday. So I got a text message that said shooting at 5, um, 5 p.m. and here's the location. Come in here, makeup. You don't have to wear your dress. Um, you know all the whatever information. So since they said 5 p.m., I was like, oh cool. Like so I'm. I guess I'm just going to be there at the tail end of shooting. That's fine. End of the day, whatever. I drive there. The next day, I arrived really early, and they held all the extras in um, a brewery. Is a brewery that I think has been shut down since, um, like all the COVID shutdowns have happened. And they rented that out, and that was where they kept all the extras. And then they walk would walk us to across the street to the building where we were actually filming. So you'd get there, you sign in. There's a ton of people, some of them in costumes, some of them not. And the production assistants are the ones that are like ordering everybody around. This team, I cannot express. This team is so nice. This production company was just amazing. Working with them was amazing. And that's why I'm going to continue to apply, just because I enjoyed working with them so much. But while you're there, I mean, it's genuinely like corralling a bunch of children because it's just this giant room with a ton of people. You're trying to send some people over to this building because they're shooting an office scene. You're trying to corral the new people that are coming in. Everybody's wondering when they should change. Costumes is running around. This makeup girl is coming around. And they're like, raise your hand if you have a visible tattoo. They raise their hand and this girl comes around and like covers all their tattoos. I had somebody from costume come up to me and be like, hi, here's a bag. Wear this. What's your name? And they would like write down your name and you'd be given a bag or something to hold. Um, it was like organized chaos. Uh, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, but that holding area is where we sat for a pretty long time. I don't think we were, I got there at probably 4.15, my call time was 5, and we probably, I don't think we went over to set until maybe 6.30 or 7. Um, they have to have time to get everybody organized and all that kind of stuff. But when I was there, I love meeting new people, so a crowd full of people is just like, candy to me. I'm like, oh my god, look at all these new friends. And I found so you know, I'll just find somebody that looks nice, found somebody that looked nice, sat next to him, introduced myself, and I was like, cool. And he, unbeknownst to him, he would be my buddy for the rest of the time, because I decided that we were friends. And this older woman sat at the table, and we started talking to her, and she had been doing it for years. So she was giving us pointers, she was awesome, telling us, uh, like, tips on how to, um like work with the actors and the directors and how to take uh the cues and all that kind of stuff and what um the different like when they say like action or rolling like what all that means and what you need to do during those times which actually there's a lot more to it than i thought but at one point she said yeah so i'm you know we're probably gonna be here about 12 hours Now let's take a quick break for a very special non-sponsor, Novice Studios. Novice Studios is a production company helping small business owners transform their digital presence from amateur to authority. They offer content strategy and consulting, video production, and content launches. And if you're looking to launch your YouTube channel or podcast, you need to talk to Kristen. Kristen is the only reason that this podcast is a thing. The fact that it goes up and my sound sounds good. And if you enjoy this podcast, She's the reason that you enjoy it. I cannot recommend Kristen at Novice Studios enough. They are the only people that you need to talk to about video and audio production. If you want to check them out, go to novicestudiosclt.com. That is novicestudiosclt.com. And I was like, wait, 12... our, you mean like we could be here until 5am tomorrow and she was like yeah and I was like I mean, I looked at the guy next to me, and he's also somebody that um, goes to bed extremely early. And you could tell he was one of them that, like, wasn't really a fan of the lack of communication. And he said, I wasn't expecting that. And so he was so nervous. And she said, you know, it could go to one, but typically these things go 12 hours. And she said, it said that on the on the job posting. And I was like, yeah, but it said, you know, be prepared for a 12-hour day. So I'm assu- I was assuming, you know, they film all day. And then I was coming at the end of the day. Nope. Nope. And we did. Um, I was there for 13 hours. I left at 6 a.m. the next morning. You know who did not prepare for that? Sarah Boss. You know who woke up at 6 a.m. the day prior? Sarah Boss. I was up for a astronomical amount of time. And I then slept for 14 hours Um, when I got back home. So figured that out and I was like okay we're just gonna roll with it and when they moved us to the they had us all get changed they moved us to where we were filming they had another holding area and we were filmed in like this I don't Governor's House, it's an older building that had a foyer and, like, a mini ballroom and then an upstairs. And the whole place was super creaky and old and, and also echoey. And so they would hold us upstairs um, in, like, I mean, they just the extras room. They had snacks and drinks. It was very nice. But we had to stay super quiet. When you're on set and you're an extra, or they called us background actors. They're uh, very respectful of extras. They really didn't treat you like you were just... Like, what you expect to be treated as, as an extra, they really took you seriously, which made you take yourself seriously and understand, like, you're doing a job there. And most of the time that you're on set, you're sitting in silence and waiting. And for the first couple hours, they were shooting... Uh, smaller scenes with not a lot of people. And so one of the PAs, the production assistants, would come into the room, like, look around and be like, you, 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 come with me. And you you just go. And you're like, okay. And so you just follow them. And if you weren't picked, obviously, and I wasn't picked for, like, the first couple times. So we we're just all looking like, are we ever going to go? And you look sad. And they, you know, the people who get picked, like, walk and they're looking at you like, I get to go. And that part was nerve wracking, Um, but eventually I got picked for one of the smaller scenes, and I had um, a date, and my role was to stand in this corner with, uh, his name was Jim, I think he was in his 80s. Um, so that was fun. He was a naval officer. Um, they also hired like a ton of Navy personnel. Because um, one of the job posting was that you had to have a Navy uniform. So most of the people they hired for this particular scene were either retired, in reserves, active duty, Navy personnel. And, so, and there were a lot of, did I already say that? He was an officer. There were a lot of officers there. And so we were tasked with going from this corner going to the table, pretending to chat it up, count to five, and then we would walk out the door. And that's literally the directions you're given. But of course, all around you, there's people walking around, other people are given their own pathways. And that's kind of how the directions go, you're kind of given a path to naturally like walk and move through the scene. But you really do have to listen and like watch very carefully because if you run into somebody that means somebody either you know didn't listen to their directions or you know the a PA gave directions to somebody and then a different PA gave directions to you but you have to like they encourage you to ask questions before if you see that you're about to run into somebody you have to speak up because you don't want it happening in the scene and so those kind of scenes I ran through several times And then one of them, they, um, I won't like explain what's happening in the scene just because I don't, I think that's, you know, I don't want to give away the movie or like do anything that I'm not supposed to. But in one particular scene, um, the camera is directly on like the two main actresses and they're talking and I get to walk right behind them. Heck yeah. At that point, I thought that was my biggest screen time. Little did I know that was not going to be my biggest screen time. Uh, about 1 a.m. they started pulling big groups of us, and we were doing a ballroom scene. And the funny thing about the ballroom scene is, you know, we fill this giant, it wasn't giant actually, probably, I'm assuming it'll look giant in the movie, but it was a pretty small room, and they had waiters and waitresses coming around with food, and, but... They have the actresses in the middle or, you know, wherever they were in the party doing their thing. And you're supposed to act and have fun and pretend that you're just loving it with whatever date you were assigned, chatting it up, moving around, whatever. Here's the thing. You can't speak. This whole time, you have to be dead silent because, I mean, these mics can pick up the air conditioning. So when you're watching this i and i it, please watch this movie us uss christmas i think it's coming out the 28th um, i'll put all the information in the description but when you see us in the ballroom and people are walking around they look like they're having a good time just imagine that in that moment we were dead silent we're mouthing words to each other we're like shaking hands saying you know we're trying to have a really fun time but do you know how awkward and hard it is to run through several scenes where you're having to mouth talk to people that you don't know pretend you're old friends or say oh my gosh have you been like And they, it was so awkward. And we ran through that stuff so many times. And at one point in one of those scenes, he, like one of the assistant directors came around through, you know, our load of people and was like, you. And he pointed to me and I said, oh my gosh, yes. And he's like, raise your hand. So I raised my hand. And he pointed to the director. He was like, hey, this is, gonna, this is the one. This is the one that um, we'll have move. And he said, okay. And so I had to move throughout the crowd, basically snake my way through, go right in the line of view of the camera, and then come back, come back around. And of course, you know, saying it now, that doesn't seem like a big job. But when the assistant director comes to you and says, hey, you, you're feeling like you are Meryl Streep. Okay? So... We have these ballroom scenes and then we all went upstairs and we're at this. I think it was like three. No, no. I think it was maybe two, something like that. And we're all chilling. They're filming something downstairs. or trying to be dead silent. We kept getting in trouble because people were talking. Um, and Riley, the main PA who was kind of in charge of all of us came in. She was like, all right, who wants to be dancers? and I the guy that I had been friends with and everybody kind of found that you know these situations you just kind of find your buddies or your cliques or whatever the guy that I had hung out with the whole time his name was Damien I hit Damien and I said raise your hand so we both raised our hands and and they picked us and we were um ballroom dancers and so It was funny because we went downstairs and they placed us and they said, can you go here, whatever. And there were several couples. And then the director came over and said, you guys switch. And he switched us with another couple. So we all we did, you know, we danced in the background. But it was a pretty major scene where you could tell that the camera was um, pretty closed in on us dancing. And we run through a scene. They say, cut, whatever, you relax. And one of the assistant directors comes over and he's like, hey, dude, talking to Damien. He's like, you, you you, you look grumpy. And Damian was like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, you look, you look like you're angry. Like you need to look like you're having fun and that you enjoy your date. And I was like, yeah, you need to act like you're enjoying your date. <laughs> and so in order to do that, like, and that, of course, that's kind of nerve wracking when an assistant director comes up to you and like, tells you that you you look grumpy so I'd have to remind him to smile and stuff and we ran through it several times and he came up and he gave some critiques again after our second run through and he's like hey like you like really laugh do what you need to do because you are a major part of the background of the scene you guys are kind of like the main background and I was like oh snap so the director left and I was like Damien we Got switched with the other couple because they thought we would be better. And so I felt like a baller. I was like, we're the main background people. We're the main background actors. We are stars. I, you know, you just feel like a million bucks. So that is the scene that I am most excited for um, because there is hopefully. Footage coming, like, right at us. And we filmed other stuff. I'm not going to, like, explain literally everything we filmed. Um, I really hope you watch it. But it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, You know, you feel like you're so fancy on the set. And it was super cool to see how these movies were made. And I have such a deep respect for the film industry and people who work in film. Because after this, I mean, these people work so hard. You know, like as extras, you felt like you you I mean, I left and I was like, I I worked today. Like you get paid for it and you're there for a job and you I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I didn't think I would feel like a productive part of that team leaving, but you really do. It's a huge team effort. Everybody has to do their job and coordinate together. To make this whole moment happen. And I mean we filmed. Like I was on set for 13 hours. And we got 8 minutes. Maybe. Of footage. And it, and we hustled. Like we went ran through things very quickly. We did not like film scenes 10, 20 times. Maximum we would run through something maybe 5 times. And you'd move on. But they work so hard and I can't wait. I hope I get to do it again. Um, But something that I did, you know, people were like, oh, like, how did you do that? Like, why did you do that? And it made me think, I was like, why did I apply for an extra job? Like, what was I thinking? But I, I know what I was thinking. I was thinking, why not? And I think there's a lot of times I'm about to get a little philosophical. So like, take your moment you know let your feelings go inside you and and just simmer so you can receive this i think the my i think my favorite times in my life like the my favorite things that i've done or any of those moments have it's always started with me saying why not you know and i i think i'd like to have more why not moments and i think there's more opportunities for that than we think. Um, You know, I mean, getting onto a Hallmark movie sounds like a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but, like, there's still jobs being posted. And I think that there are even small moments every day that you can choose why not and push past whatever fear they may be. And the more, you know, the more you say, why not try something new at that restaurant, you know, the more you say, why not do the small things, the more prepared you will be when there's a big thing. So those are just my thoughts, but I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, Please tune in on, I want to say it's November 28th. I will, again, put all the information below. It's on like the Hallmark. There's like a Hallmark mysteries branch of Hallmark or something. Um, I got to find all the details, but I'm super excited and I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will see you guys next time. thank you so much for listening to the what else podcast and if you like this episode then i've got a small to-do list for you uh first of all go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your instagram stories and tag me at sarah e boss and i can go ahead and repost your post and that helps others find the podcast as well and give me a review on apple podcasts that is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends so don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.